When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Two footy legends covering all things sport for Kia. Step up into the all-new Kia Stonic SUV and Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Uh, this is Sports Day. Welcome to it. Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews in the Sports Day studio. G'day, Sats. Jace, listeners, uh, again, we say it every day. It's, it's As we're leading into rugby league season, it always is a massive day in sport, isn't it? But it is about rugby league today, of course. Uh, the Israel Folau and now St. George Illawarra Dragons now pulling out of the race of possibly signing him. Payne Haas appearing in Tweed Head's local court today and hasn't that lit up all yeah, social media as well? Yeah, we'll get to that more. And you've got some very strong views on this. In fact, you've got the transcript from the from the actual court hearing as well, what was actually he actually said to police. And you'll be very surprised. And I'll read you the response from the Broncos. We'll mm. put it together and work that out. But you're saying uh, at a media conference this afternoon, uh, Kevin Waters has stormed out. Yeah, so he was asked about the Payne Haas uh, court appearance today. He refused to answer any questions and uh, and left the press conference. Now, I don't know whether Kevy would have actually stormed out, but um, I don't think – I think it's the right thing for Kevy not to answer any questions. But probably it's not what he says. It's probably how he should probably say it. But in saying that um, – he probably doesn't have enough evidence at the moment to actually. What do you mean? Well, well it's but, all out. It's all out. Yeah, there. But, but it's only it, today's court and all the evidence that was um, that was put forward by the prosecution. That's still all fresh. That wasn't in the media previously. So I think the club themselves have got to digest that first before they come up with uh, you know Kevy Walters before Kevy can come up with a a response of some kind for his playing group. Because, or do they need to put some spin on it first? I reckon they have. I, I, I've got to disagree there, Sats. I reckon they have digested it because they've put out a media release. Yeah, they've put out a media release. And it's, 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 and at the same it's time, pretty much a copy and paste of what most media releases are from clubs. Just change name. Yeah. Yeah, and most clubs. It it's, is. It's usually the, the fluff, and, fluff and bubble. So we'll, um, we'll, we'll dive deeper into this because it is quite serious. And, 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 I, and I think it's disgusting, but I want to hear your views. And, and get your thoughts I, on it as well. But I think the big news is what's happened down in Victoria. Australian Open. What Now, what are you saying? 600 people associated with the Australian Open yeah, as are of, now in lockdown. As of 4 o'clock this afternoon, Australian Medical Associ- Association former president, um, Donny Bartone, he's, he said the best-case scenario should be just because they're looking at full crowds at one stage. Um, but, yeah, as of um, that news that came out of Victoria yesterday of a positive hotel quarantine worker, where, mind you, for more reports, a lot of the tennis players and officials were staying. Yeah, the Grand Hyatt. Yes. Yep. Um, 600 players and officials will be required to isolate until they're tested negative. Incredible, isn't but we it? Know, but we know some of the tests do come back negative over over consecutive days. Mm. So 
um, yeah, more to come. We're waiting for, for further uh, Craig Tiley, who's the boss of Australian tennis. We're waiting for a little bit more to come from him. We we thought that um, it might have um, already been uh, already come to uh, the public public eye already, but it hasn't been able to come out yet from Craig Tiley. They've got a fair bit to to Work cover through. at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. We we still don't know whether the event is going ahead at this stage. It is, but more details on that coming up as well. Pat Carrigan, who was a skipper. Well, co-captain there initially with the Broncos, but skipper for 12 of the 19 games he played last year for the Broncos. He'll be joining us in the next 15 minutes. We'll see how pre-season's going, and we'll get his thoughts on the Payne Haas thing as well. But right now, uh, oh, by the way, if you want to be involved in the show, one three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three 1433 or 0477 is our text number. The other thing too, I want to find out, and I'm putting someone at the top of my list, I'm adding another person to this list that's not coming around my joint. Who wouldn't you invite? What's, which sports person wouldn't you invite around for a barbecue? Mm. You got one straight off the top? Is it because you disliked them or is it because they'd eat too much food or well, because they're a vegetarian and you <laughs> want to put a big because they're vegan on the <laughs> They're vegan. They can't or... go. No, it's someone you just don't like. Burn yeah. Atomic. Atomics. Mm. Straight up. Wouldn't have him. So I wouldn't have Kyrgios. Yeah. See? No, he'd be, be colourful. I'm, I'm, like <laughs> I'm adding Payne Haas to my list today as well. <laughs> right, let's get to a sports update. Sports Day, Sports Update. Support local, australiamade.com.au. Now, uh, some of the language around this, and we'll do our best to censor it, and, and what was said is a bit fruity, but... Payne Haas has received a two-year good behaviour bond, uh, the Broncos forward, and no conviction uh, recorded for his abuse of police officers on the Tweed. Um, Payne has apologised to the police in person and has vowed to be a better person. Sats, you've got uh, the court records of what actually he said to police. Yeah, if you haven't read those today, listeners, I will read it out. Um, Of course, there are a lot of swear words. I'll use the word beep, okay, and so you can fill in the blanks. Uh, when he was asked by ID, for ID by officers at Tweed Heads, his reply was, beat the ID, I don't need to give you ID. You got a badge on you and you think you're a beeping tough beep. You put my family in jail, you beep. He told one of the officers, don't come near me, bro. I'll effing jab ya. My mother's life, I will. On my mother's life, I will. Yep. Get the beep out of here, bro. Get the beep out of my face, or I'll take all of you on myself, you beeps. Has looked at a female officer then, and he said, Why are you looking at me like that? Because you're a woman. Because you're a woman, and you think I won't touch you. It's, um, it's pretty disturbing. Pretty disturbing. And, um, you know, under the influence of alcohol at the time. And, um, it's no excuse. It's no excuse at all. But um, I suppose initially it's Payne Haas just being a peanut, being irresponsible, disrespectful, um, not respecting the authority. Well, he comes from a family who some of them do not respect the authorities anyway, and there's, there's mm. police record of that, public record of that anyway. But his tirade towards the female officer, I think, I think tips it way over the edge. There's no excuse for that. There is no excuse. There's no excuse for the way that he acted anyway. Anyway. and But uh, as soon as he uh, his views towards the opposite sex were um, were verbalised, yeah, I, I think I think we all of a sudden look at this at a com- in a completely different nature. Now, yes, he has been um, convicted. Uh, two years 
good behaviour bond, like you said, no conviction recorded. Uh, the Brisbane Broncos have come out with a um, a press release uh, this afternoon. Um, but I'm I'm going to be interested to see what the NRL Integrity Unit have to say. About so this. they're still they're still waiting for the verdict from from the uh, NRL Integrity Unit. Yep. Yeah, because this has only come to light the the audio that would have come from the. They would have known before before it came out in public. Yeah, possibly. They they surely would have known. Maybe. Can I just ask you a couple of questions? Yeah. As one of the greats of the game, and 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 Don't and also, well, you played at the, the highest level. Mm-hmm. Is there one? Like again, he he has got a two-year good behaviour and has escaped with no no recorded conviction. Is there one set of rules for celebrities and sporting stars, and a different set of rules for Joe Public? First of oh, all, it, it can work both ways, Jace. Yeah, but first of all, I wouldn't. There's no way I would talk to police like that, particularly a woman. You wouldn't. But why is he? He's got he's got it's away also with it. It comes down to the way you're raised. Yes, it does, and. He's gotten away with this. Yeah. And and can I just read the statement from the Broncos? And this is, I think, is appalling as well. Um, outgoing CEO, Paul White, has said, Payne's behaviour was disappointing and not acceptable. He knows he has done the wrong thing and has taken ownership of his actions and apologised in person to the police involved, as well as sitting with them to run through his behaviour on the night. Which I don't mind. Yeah, but faced with the alternative, you you got to do that. You have to. Yeah. Well, he's given the opportunity to do that probably as a sportsman. Absolutely. I'm he's, not. He's, yeah, well, and this is probably what you're alluding to about the rules for some. So if I threaten someone and then I go and face them, I don't think you're allowed to do that. But anyway, those steps off his own bat show that Payne wants to be better and improve as a person, and we will continue to work with Payne to ensure he sh- – he continues to receive the support and education that he needs. Mm. I, I'm just, I'm a rugby league fan, mate. That's all. I'm, and I'm sure a lot of rugby league fans feel like this. But whenever these boys stuff up, and this is bad, you always hear the line "receive the that he needs." Well, edu- How old is Payne Huss? Twenty-two. Yeah, twenty-one. If yeah. you don't know what's right and wrong at that age, particularly how to treat police and then women. You're never going to learn. Yeah, sometimes you're products of your environment as well. I mean, his his upbringing, like I said, there are family members of his that don't have any respect for authority at all, and he's watched that as a kid growing up. But he, he got the opportunity to change because apparently he's no. getting education and Absolutely. support. Absolutely. No, I, I totally agree with you. And, and the club has to support, and they do have to educate. And sometimes the only way to get through a lot of precarious situations in life is further education. And I've got no doubt the club should stand by him, but... There comes a time you got to remember. Payne Haas also refused to um, to speak with the integrity unit over a, a previous matter at a junior rugby league game. I don't know, eighteen months ago. I might be selling a little bit short. Then might have been longer than that. Might have been shorter than that. But anyway, he, he refused to to uh, to meet with integrity unit members. So this is two incidences now where he has got no respect for authority. I'd like someone to come out and say, and I suppose I'm saying it, but you'd like someone to come out from the club and say, Payne, and say it publicly, Payne Haas, this will not be accepted from the club and the values that we want to try and preach within our our hallways. You are a tremendous player and could possibly one of the, be the one of the greatest front rowers we've seen by the time he's retired at 32, 33, whatever it may be, the attributes that he's got. 
But if you continue down this path, you will be a footnote. You'll be a foregone conclusion. You'll be a person that people talk about in pubs and say, remember that kid paying Huss? He could have been anything. Because at the moment, his legacy is absolute dirt. And he needs to rectify that really quickly. Mm, well said. Uh, we'll wait and see what the NRL Integrity Unit uh, has to say about this. But surely this guy can't turn up in Broncos colours in round one. Oh, surely he can't. You know, I, I can't see the Integrity Unit letting him get away with it. Especially after the, the last situation where he, he refused to even meet with them. Which was a very serious situation based around a junior rugby or a, a local local community rugby league game. So mm. watch this space because I think there'll be more to come. And and here we are. Everyone's blowing up about Izzy Folau. Yeah, isn't it? it's it's ironic, isn't it? Yep, mm. absolutely. You know, and, and on the subject, we'll talk about Izzy a little later on in our hot topic. Uh, if you've got some thoughts on Payne Huss uh, and what's gone down today with the Broncos, uh, 0477-736-736 is our number, or you can give us a call, 1300-421533 here on Sports Day. Cam McGuinness, one of the nice guys of the game, has spoken about being at the Dragons and at the same time looking after his future. He had this to say. From my standpoint, um, you know, where I am in my career, I wanted something done sooner rather than later. And they were honest in saying that, um, you know, the time frame doesn't work for us to, to have it happen that quickly. Did, there was nothing about we don't want you or anything like that. I've absolutely loved the last few weeks of training. Uh, what him and the staff are, are brought to the club and what they're building, um, you know, it's really encouraging. I'd love to be captain, but if the club need to go in another direction for the future, I completely understand. Yeah, you can't question his authenticity, can you, or his, or his integrity. Mm. Cameron McGuinness, he'll give everything. And um, he was very respectful of Paul McGregor. He loved him as a coach. He gave him an opportunity when he wasn't a first grader or an NRL week-to-week player. Showed a lot of faith in him. Had a really good relationship with Paul McGregor. And we saw that last year when it was Paul McGregor's last game. He gave him his jersey and you could see how emotional he was. But he's also um, spoke glowingly about what, Anthony Griffin has brought to the club as well. And now it's starting to – the smoke's starting to clear a little bit. And it, it, it's obvious that it is coming down to more around timing. I want a long-ended deal now, and this is what I want. And the club's saying, well, we're not ready yet to commit to that sort of money, five or 600000 or a little bit more a year until we know where we're going throughout the year and who's going to play what part in the puzzle. Mm. So it really is a timing and salary cap issue. And – I can understand that. Uh, the Dragons should, you know, they're probably, are they losing the best hooker in the club? Probably not. You know, are, they, are, are they losing the best lock forward? Probably not also. But they're, they're meeting, they're, they're probably losing their, their number one flag bearer. Mm. the person who's going to pitch the flag and say, follow me, and everyone's going to follow him. So, they're losing the guy that you want to build a club around. Well, he's the guy you want to be in the trenches with. Yeah. And unfortunately, timing has come down to it where the Cronulla Sharks are in a really good position to say, well, we can give you that deal you're looking for. So, um, yeah, yeah, but, you know, it's in the last three or four days, it, the Dragons have given plenty of people to um, to criticise them. Yeah. Um, as we said off the top of the show, the, um, the lead-up tournaments to the Australian Open have been cancelled. Uh, COVID to the Australian Open have now been told to self-isolate, yep. get tested, and see where we go from there. And that includes officials, 
volunteers and players? Well, there's 50 staff that were considered close contacts with that hotel quarantine worker. So it's not about getting a test and being negative, as we said earlier on. It's about, it's about multiple tests day after day. It's got to be consistent. So here we are, though. We're four days away. From, well, three and a half days away from the start of the Australian Open. You would think. You, you don't want to be in the same situation as we were with the Formula One Grand Prix. Well, this is what they want to try and – this is what they're, they're trying to avoid is that the morning of and everyone's lining up <laughs> outside the arenas in uh, Melbourne Sporting Complex and all of a mm. sudden they say, guess what? It's off. It's off. So that's what they're trying to avoid. Surely they can run it, though, without crowds. Well, that's what they're saying. They're saying, worst case scenario, reduce crowds or no crowds at all. How horrible, though, is tennis without crowds? Oh, yeah. Um, that that, that um, US Open, that was that – was, I, I couldn't even watch it. You need the atmosphere. There'd be a crunching, beautiful cross-court winner and just nothing. 15 Can love. I tell you something? A person who you can't, you don't really like and you despise is Nick Kyrgios. I don't despise him. Well, I just wouldn't have him mm, around for a barbecue. Okay, rightio. Well, you haven't, you've never had me around for a barbecue. What am I reading? What did I, what did I invite you to on Saturday? So, um, And what did I invite you to on Monday? With, let's talk about this off air. Um, <laughs> Nick Kyrgios came out when they asked him about if there was no Australian Open. What's your thoughts? And he said, you know, this is bigger than tennis. Yeah. This is my mum who could get sick. This is my grandmother who could get sick. This is your mum or your dad who could get sick. This is bigger than tennis. So if we can't play tennis, it's not the be-all and end-all. I mean, it's we've got to get through this. This because... is a bloke, though. He's happy not to play tennis, mate, though. Why don't, we ask, why don't we ask, you know, some of the more serious players? He doesn't take it seriously, mate. He's got this amazing ability. He just doesn't – you can't tell me he takes it seriously. When he wins the Australian Open this year, he will. Oh, how much? There you go. I've just said it. How much? Nick Kyrgios will win the Australian Open. Six pack of something. <laughs> Let's. I'll get you because you like your ciders or what are those girly drinks you like? The ones with the cordial no, in them. Cracking and dry. Uh, no, that's expensive, isn't it? Is <laughs> oh, getting that. Um, so look, more details on that coming up as it breaks throughout the show. We'll keep you updated on that. Brisbane Heat preparing to take on the Perth Scorchers tonight at Manuka in Canberra. Although I heard a girl on Sky News the other day call it Manuka. Uh, <laughs> game starts in an hour or just under an hour. Look, people could fall for that, by the way. That's that's that can happen. Uh, Brisbane Heat will need to be uh, in good form, mate, to knock over the Scorchers. I yeah. still think the Scorchers are the best team, even though the six is already into the final. They're all they're very rounded, aren't they? Yeah, tremendous they bowling are. attack. But you know the, the Heat when they had to qualify for the finals, they beat the Scorchers from memory. They're like cats on hot tin roofs that night. Yeah. Their, their fielding was outstanding. Hey, listen, we're getting your text messages through already. 0477 736 736. Uh, thoughts on the Payne Haas thing. Uh, Matt has sent us a text, a joke of a statement from Paul White. It defies belief. Mm. And, I, and I, I reckon there's a lot of NRL fans out there, whether you like the Broncos or not, that I, I don't know, you just get sick of clubs saying we will continue to support the player and educate them. Well, change the education because it's not working. Mm. It's, not wor- well, it, it's not working for some players. Um, and I know you can't be with the player 24-7 either, but what he said to that female police officer is absolutely disgusting. Hey, some NRL news on this day, Sats. I noticed... Yeah, I just want to throw this in. Are you missing in. this segment you yeah, used to do? I am a little bit. I am a little <laughs> bit. But I, this is... I mean, because there are a lot of 
blue-collar rugby league fans who followed the great Western Suburbs Magpies. What a great club they were. Yep. And, um, I used to go to Lickamoval, Lick mate. Lick I used to go. Oh, yeah, I used to Amazing. go. Amazing. And I remember when I went to the West Tigers in the preseason, we went and trained at Lidcomoval. I went, what the hell is this place? Yep. And you didn't realise they used to be packed to the rafters with West fans and horrible place to play for the opposition side. But in 1908, on this day, in a town hall in Ashfield, the Western Suburbs Club was formed. Wow. And how many great memories of West Magpies uh, the, the teams of the past, given given their supporters. You know, the only thing surprising about that is that it was at a town hall in Ashfield and not a pub. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing. Some good pubs in Ashfield. Sitting around a campfire drinking tallies. Yeah. The Western Suburbs Magpies. <laughs> yeah. No, there would have, been, would have been six ounces in yeah. those days, mate, the little glasses. 1997 today also, Super League was officially wow. launched in Australia. Meant to launch in 1996 and it didn't get off the ground. Then 97 it kicked off and uh, split competition, ARL, Super League, of course. And Super League was saying this is the way the game should be. And many would say that it's probably ahead of its time, but we, we do see a bit of a Super League now, the way that the game is marketed and promoted. Was it just the one season? One season, yeah. 97. And 98, that's when the, the actual NRL yeah. moniker was formed. And that's when I stopped, stopped supporting rugby league. My dad didn't watch rugby league for a lot of no. years because I, of Super League. Yep, I went. Well, obviously, no Souths, and mm. I went over. I went over and I put everything behind the Sydney Swans. Yeah. I was. I became a Swans fan. I refused to watch rugby league during that period. Well, South Sydney, of course, were booted out of the competition yeah. and for a few years there, and lost a lot of support there. But yeah, it was it was tumultuous times. I remember playing at the South Queensland Crushers in '95, like a Brisbane team. For listeners who forget, there was <laughs> another, another team in Brisbane at that stage, and. Um, I remember there were teammates that were signing for Super League and some for ARL, and there was a divide down the middle of the club for a short period of time where players were dirty on other players for not being loyal, and then all of a sudden they're hearing that a, a guy playing reserve grader was getting $250,000 a year yeah, wow. when he was normally getting $50,000 a year. You signed an ARL? Yeah, I got a fridge. You got a fridge? Yeah. Full of cash? I, got, I, I went and met with Super League and they were throwing around these telephone book numbers and I thought, no, I'm a loyalist. I'm a staunch loyalist. Yep. You know, my dad's an ARL man. Yep. I'm going ARL. He's a good mate of Ken Arthurson's, John Quayle. I'm an yep. ARL man. I told dad about it and he goes, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Look for the green and gold Aussie-made logo to be sure it's authentically Australian-made. This is Sports Day for Kia. Step up into the all-new Kia Stonic SUV. Pat Carrigan. Uh, well, former skipper, I guess I could say, of the Brisbane Broncos joins us next on Sports Day. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas and Kia. Step up into the all-new Kia Stonic SUV. Welcome back to Sports Day. You've got Scott Sattler, Jason Matthews here, the Savo. Uh, time to check in with uh, an NRL team that we actually... We don't talk to these guys all that all that often. Well, they never really ever made a lot of their players available, but they are they didn't all of take, a sudden. They never took our calls. But yeah. this guy well, was a skipper. 12 matches last year yep. for the Broncos. Patrick Carrigan, thanks for joining us, mate. G'day, guys. How you going? Good. Now, 
Obviously, you're busy at the moment. You're getting ready for, uh, well, you're going through pre-season at the Bronx and, of course, you study physiotherapy as well. You've got uni coming back up. I mean, that's good uni. You go back for two weeks and you have another 12 weeks off or something like that. But, mate, can you make me a promise? When you become a physiotherapist, can you not give your patients homework? Every time you go to the physio, they see you for five minutes and go, now, I want you to go home and do these ten things. (laughs) Part of the plan, I think, so they can keep you coming back. <laughs> it's a rot, mate. How's pre-season going at the Bronx uh, under Kevy? No, it's awesome. Hey, it's um, yeah, it's it's obviously a bit different to what we had um, last year with Steve's and um, his sort of regime. But no, it's awesome. Really loving having Kevy, and um, we got Terry Madison and, and Johnny Cart right there as well as the assistant coaches. So um, you know, he's brought a, a really fun approach to footy, but also a um, a pretty hard-working uh, approach as well. When you, when, you, when you say it's been a little bit different, has Kevy introduced some of the, the old-school Bronco training techniques? I know there's a famous run they used to do when Wayne Bennett was the coach, Paddy. Yeah, we, the, the boys did a bit of the um, the old-school. Um, I'm not sure if it was the same one, but the Gap. That's um, it, yep. Pre-Christmas. So, um, yeah, they got into the Gap run. I was... I think I was pretty lucky. I didn't come back till till January, so um, I missed out on that one. But yeah, no, it's been good. Um, Kevy's all about you got to earn um, earn your weekend kind of thing and and train hard. And um, yeah, we're certainly doing that at the moment. That's for sure. Now I've heard a lot of stories about Kevy as a player. As he was one of the fittest, if not the fittest, player at the Broncos for many many years. So I can understand there'd be a lot of hard work uh, with your training. And but do you, do you get to see the the lighter side of Kevy that we all get to see away from? training and what we normally see when he's commentating on Fox? Yeah, we have. It's um, no, he, he makes sure he gets a good balance, obviously. Um, he's got that emphasis on really training hard, which is good and what we need, but um, he's a funny fella and, and likes to joke here and there. So, um, you know, there's, there's always a time for that. And, um, yeah, it's been refreshing and certainly um, enjoyable at the moment. Now, Paddy, I'm just reading, um, reading today that... On February 27th, he's in his 13th season. It's going to be against the Cowboys at Dolphin Stadium. Alex Glenn is going to have a testimonial. Now, I, even though he came from the Gold Coast and I've spent a lot of my time on the Gold Coast, I, I never crossed paths with Alex Glenn, but you've had a lot to do with him. Tell us what sort of guy he is. Oh, you'll never see him with a shirt on, that's for sure. <laughs> but, uh, nah. <laughs> he's, a, um, nah, he's an awesome lad. He's um, someone that... You know, I, I kind of grew up watching, we were actually talking about this the other day, but, you know, we grew up watching um, Lexi and, and him play for the Broncos and, um, you know, his leadership around the club and um, that sort of thing. As a player who's, you know, nearly played 270, probably 280 mm. first grade games is, um, you know, something to be marvelled at. And he's certainly someone at the club who, I think he's I think he's won um, most consistent or something, one of those awards that they always talk about eight years or seven years in a row. So, um you know, he speaks for himself and um, with his resume as such. And, yeah, he, he's awesome. He's good value around the club. Um, speaking of leadership, you were thrust into the captaincy uh, last year, early on in your career. Do you still have aspirations to be the skipper again this year for the Bronx? Have you put your hand up? Oh, I wouldn't say I've put my hand up. I think, you know, for me personally, I, I, I've always said and told Kerry that, I don't change the way I play based on, you know, if you've got the C next to your name or not. And, um, you know, at the end of that, I just want to win footy games. So I'll be out there next year and planning on winning a fair few more, sorry, than we did last year. But, um, you know, like something I've always prided myself on and, and try and um, contribute in any way I can. But 
Um, you know, if, if it happens, it happens. But if it doesn't, um, you know, it won't, you won't change the way I press my footy next year, that's for sure. Uh, with Kevy at the club, how how has that changed you? Like, uh, how is... Uh, we spoke to Adam Elliott the other day and he was saying that how Trent Barrett has done this for him and, you know, how it's really helped him with his game. Is there anything you can single out with Kevy and yourself? Um, I'll probably say for Kevy, for me, is just, um, like, from an attack point of uh, perspective and, and working on my game and, um, you know, trying to find short passes and, you know, offload and play a bit more footy. Um, you know, he's been big on us having to earn the right and and completing sets this year, but also he, um, you know, he acknowledges that some of us like to throw the ball around a bit and, um, you know, encourages us to back our skills because at the end of the day, we're going to be out there playing each other. So I've really enjoyed um, that aspect of him and, um, you know, he, every session he's always encouraging you know, boys to play what they see. So um, that's something that I've probably taken away the most from talking me with. Yeah, that's that's great to hear because we can be too disciplined when it comes to rugby league with the ball in hand. So looking forward to seeing that aspect of the game. Now, one of your best attacking players, if not your best attacking player on his day, is Anthony Milford, of course. We're hearing four to six weeks. We're hearing ten weeks. I know he's having surgery today or tomorrow. Paddy, how serious mm-hmm. was the was the break to his hand? Uh I, I couldn't tell you how serious it was, but I think um, you know a four to six timeline is what they're looking at. And is that um, your is that you know, your I've professional said, physiotherapy? Nah, um, that's not that's, conclusion that's or far from my far <laughs> from my professional conclusion. It's that's four to it's four to six weeks. It's four to six weeks plus <laughs> the homework. <laughs> yeah, so uh, hopefully we see him for round one if we're going off that. <laughs> but now I always say to people, Milf's um he doesn't get a lot of credit for it, but. He's probably one of the toughest fellas I've I've played with, and um, you know, injury wise, he plays no matter what. So, um, you know, I love playing with him, and I think he'll probably be trying to get his way back for definitely round one. But you know, him and Lexi have been pretty close, so I wouldn't be surprised if he tried to make a feature. I don't know if they'll let him, but in um, Lexi's testimonial game, yeah, but, yeah, I think I'm pretty confident he'll be back for. Round one, that's for sure. Now, one of the off-season signings, which has really flown under the radar, and I think it's one of the key signings throughout the whole competition, Paddy, and it's it's John Asiata from the Cowboys. Highly skillful. One of the, I think one of the most skillful loose forwards we've seen in the game for a number of years, and I think you get him at the right time in his career as well. Now, if Anthony Milford isn't going to be around for, let's say, round one, will John Asiata train in the halves? I don't know if Johnny will train the house. He's had a bit of experience there, so he'll probably throw his name up. But, you know, we've got um, Crofty and, and Tommy Dearden there at the moment, so I'm sure one of them would be able to share the load uh, in the halves if it was to come to say. And maybe uh, Tyson Gamble, who's another one who's been with us for a few years, mm. and, um, done wonders at Ready. So um, if Milf wasn't there, I'm sure one of those those guys might get the nod. But in saying that, Johnny's been awesome in what he's brought to the club and, you know, his work ethic and just his skill skill set, yeah. especially for me, um, being able to learn off someone like him who, who likes the ball players as another middle and not be so one-dimensional. So, um, yeah, I'm really enjoying his company at the moment. Now, it's really lonely, as you know, when you're in uh, in rehab and you're not with the, the main group, especially for a long period of time. Katoni Staggs, of course, suffering that ACL tear in that last game. Where's he at? He's, um, I think he's pushing for a mid-season, so round 10 or, uh, return or so. But, you know, Tones is someone um, that brings a smile to a lot of us, our faces. So mm-hmm. he's um, started a bit of his running stuff and, and he's back into that. And it's, it's been awesome to see him um, back out on the field and just 
having a footy in his hands and a smile. It's a tough injury, and back on the back of what he did last year, it's um, you know, it was sad to see because I'm sure he would have had yeah. a blue jersey on. But um, yeah, I'm excited for him. He's a, he's a tough kid and um, comes from a good place. So I think you'll see him back bigger and better next year. Now, it's obviously a sensitive one. Of course, uh, your um, teammate Payne Haas fronted uh, Tweedhead's courts today, and we're all reading some of the um, the extracts from that court case today. And obviously, you don't know too much about it, but we're thinking the integrity unit will play a part in some role after this, uh, Paddy. you anticipating that he will be around in round one, do you think? Oh, look, it's probably out of my jurisdiction. I'm sure the integrity unit, they, um, they can do, so I'm sure... They'll have their sale, whatever's transpired. But, um, you know, I, I don't know too much about what occurred in, in those conversations. And I certainly probably don't support those things. But I know that um, paying for one's very remorseful and he's learned a pretty tough lesson. But um, as a club, I think it's someone that we're going to stand by. And um, I think he'll he'll make the, re- the relevant changes. And, um, you know, whatever sanction happens, it happens. And we'll have to... Um, compensate for that and, and move forward but if he's there for para he's there but um, you know that's that's out of our hands yeah. now yeah of course yep. alright mate listen we appreciate your time mate we really do appreciate you joining us on, on Sports Day I was just saying the stats today what is it five weeks now to round one how good is it Paddy yeah it's good I'm, I'm actually stoked it's funny time of year pre-season you, uh, you pray for round one to roll around a bit quicker than it mm. does so yeah I'm excited and we get to play you know para at Suncourt so um, yeah, it's, it's certainly one I'm looking forward to. Hey, Paddy, I remember when I used to play, I used to have players that used to treat trials like trials. They just, they worked on their timing, and but then there was other teammates, and I used to treat trials like they were premiership games. How do you treat trials yourself? No, I'm the same. I try and um, try and approach a trial like I would a, a normal NRL or, or any sort of game and, um, you know, get yourself in the right um, mindset so you can try and um, you know put in place some of the changes or some of the things you might have tried with the combinations in pre-season but um, you know we've got, being a middle player we got a pretty simple job so it's run hard and tackle hard so I think uh, <laughs> it doesn't change for me from, and get suspended much, and get suspended early in your yeah. career so I want to see that <laughs> this year from you Paddy <laughs> try and avoid suspension <laughs> um, I think mum might have a few things to say but um, yeah you got to go home yeah. and- Got to go home and face mum, don't you? All right, you know what I'm looking for? <laughs> yeah. You know what I've learned about today? What? I've learned that Pat Carrigan, once he passes, his university becomes a physiotherapy. In, yep. in the in the Pat Carrigan, uh, Carrigan Physiotherapy Centre, yeah. there'll be no homework. No. The physiotherapist will actually fix you. Mm. How exciting is that, <laughs> Pat? The new age physio. New age physio. Pat Carrigan from the Broncos. Good luck this, ma- this year, mate, and thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Thanks for having me. Time for a break on Sports Day. When we come back, uh, our hot topic for today, and she's red hot. We'll get to that. It's like a hot topic, Sats. But it's, you're not saying she's red hot, as in the hot topic is about a No, about no. someone. I'm calling the hot topic a she, and maybe oh, I shouldn't have. Okay. All right, but it's hot. Red hot. Anyway, Sports Day, uh, back in a sec. Thanks to Kia. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day with badge and sats for red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas and Kia. Step up into the all-new Kia Stonic SUV. 
Now on Sports Day, it's time for our hot topic. For expert car air conditioning service you can rely on, visit repcoservice.com. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews for your Thursday night. Gee, 30 minutes away from the uh, start of the Big Bash prelim. flowing under the radar a little bit. Between the Scorchers and also the Heat. Winner take on the, the Sixers, of course, at the SCG. Sold out 28,500 people at the SCG on Sunday. Is that a long time out, the Sixers? I know. In it's, between drinks? Yeah, a week. Mm. A week, just uh, it would be eight days. This would be a third game in six days for the Heat, yeah. Sat, you got a minute and a half, 90 seconds to put a bow. On the whole Israel Folau thing, why oh. have it? Why is, why did St George pull out of the race know. this time last night? Well, why did they use the news of negotiations to one? I suppose bury the story around Cam McGuinness, take the the focal point away from there, and did they also use it as a bit of a litmus test to see what the response was going to be? Because that doesn't cost you anything. Mm. Costs it costs you a few hard days from fans and and the media, but it gives you a bit of an idea of where people are sitting and what they think about if Israel was going to return now. A lot of the reports in the first 24 hours that they, a lot of the fans and sporting fans or people who want to have an opinion thought that it wouldn't be right for him to come back. Maybe as a board and looking at their commercial supporters and their members and the media backlash and the transfer fee reportedly upwards of around $200,000, maybe Peter Volandi said, hey guys, Mm -hmm. drop off this. Not Mm -hmm. quite sure, but um, I think all of that was thrown into the melting pot. And it makes a decision of, of that nature. 0477 736 736. Uh, put your name on him. We'd love to uh, do a shout and out. where you're from as well. Yeah, that'd be good yeah. as well. If uh, Which I hope he does. Then how's this for a Queensland side? AJ Brimson. Fafida. Papali. Grant Welch. Okay. Cape Christian Welch. Welch. Uh, Chris, oh, Harry Grant. Oh, sorry, Grant Welch. Welch Capewell, Ponga, Sua, Collins. Not bad. Not a bad lineup. New South it- Wales will still win 3 0. Good evening, gentlemen. Going by the court transcript, I think Payne Haas was very lucky that incident didn't escalate. Um, yeah, Sats read that out early, and it's it's quite it's quite um, disgusting what he said to the police, and including including a female police officer. I would have grabbed my taser. I would have tasered him right between <laughs> the eyes and said, "How tough are you now, Payne?" Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, some very. I'm glad you're not a police officer. Uh, some pl- very intimidating language, which I'm sure police are getting a little tired of dealing with regards. Mark, thanks for seeing that hey, through. Hey, lucky for far less, put it that way. Um, another one uh, for Israel Flower should be Hurst Pirates for 12 months. Mm. Are they a good team? I don't know. I don't know. Didn't realise Darlinghurst had a top side, actually. Well, it's called the Pirates. And make him wear a patch <laughs> with a parrot. <laughs> Or a cockatoo on his on his shoulder a or something. Parrot. A parrot on a his shoulder. Yeah. On his shoulder as well. This is uh, Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Step up into the all new Kia Stonic SUV. And that was our hot topic. Uh, you'll be blown away with car air conditioning service at Repco Authorised Service. Book at repcoservice.com. Uh, Chris Nelson's on the way. Plus, pick one. A bit of a fun segment on the way on Sports Day. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas and Kia. Step up into the all-new Kia Stonic SUV. Welcome back to Sports Day. You've got Scott Sattler, Jason Matthews here, the Savo. Uh, time to check in with uh, an NRL team that we actually, we don't talk to these guys all that all that often. Well, they never really ever made a lot of their players available, but they are they didn't all of take, a sudden. They never took our calls, but yeah. this guy well, was a skipper. 12 matches last year yep. for the Broncos, Patrick Carrigan. Thanks for joining us, mate. G'day, guys. How are you going? Good. Now, 
obviously, you're busy at the moment. You're getting ready for, uh, we're well, going through pre-season at the Bronx and, of course, you study physiotherapy as well. You've got uni coming back up. I mean, that's good uni. You go back for two weeks and you have another 12 weeks off or something like that. But, mate, can you make <laughs> me a promise, when you become a physiotherapist, can you not give your patients homework? Every time you go to the nah. physio, they see you for five minutes and go, now, I want you to go home and do these ten things. <laughs> Part of the plan, I think, so they can keep you coming back. <laughs> it's a raw, mate. How's pre-season going at the Bronx uh, under Kevy? No, it's awesome. Hey, it's um, yeah, it's it's obviously a bit different to what we had um, last year with Steve's and um, his sort of regime. But no, it's awesome. I'm really loving having Kevy, and um, we got Terry Madison and, and Johnny Cartwright there as well as the assistant coaches. So, um, you know, he's brought a, a really fun approach to footy, but also a um, a pretty hard-working uh, approach as well. When you, when, you, when you say it's been a little bit different, has Kevy introduced some of the, the old-school Bronco training techniques? I know there's a famous run they used to do when Wayne Bennett was the coach, Paddy. Yeah, we, the, the boys did a bit of the um, the old-school. Um, I'm not sure if it was the same one, but the Gap. That's um, it, yep. Pre-Christmas. So, um, yeah, they got into the Gap run. I was... I think I was pretty lucky. I didn't come back till till January, so um, I missed out on that one. But yeah, no, it's been good. Um, Kevy's all about you got to earn um, earn your weekend kind of thing and and train hard. And um, yeah, we're certainly doing that at the moment. That's for sure. Now, I've heard a lot of stories about Kevy as a player. As he was one of the fittest, if not the fittest, player at the Broncos for many many years. So I can understand there'd be a lot of hard work uh, with your training. And but do you, do you get to see the the lighter side of Kevy that we all get to see away from? training and what we normally see when he's commentating on Fox? Yeah, we have. It's um, no, he, he makes sure he gets a good balance, obviously. Um, he's got that emphasis on really training hard, which is good and what we need, but um, he's a funny fella and, and likes to joke here and there. So, um, you know, there's, there's always a time for that. And, um, yeah, it's been refreshing and certainly um, enjoyable at the moment. Now, Paddy, I'm just reading, um, reading today that... On February 27th, he's in his 13th season. It's going to be against the Cowboys at Dolphin Stadium. Alex Glenn is going to have a testimonial. Now, I, even though he came from the Gold Coast, and I've spent a lot of my time on the Gold Coast, I, I never crossed paths with Alex Glenn, but you've had a lot to do with him. Tell us what sort of guy he is. Oh, you'll never see him with a shirt on, that's for sure. But, uh, <laughs> nah, <laughs> he's, a, um, nah, he's an awesome lad. He's um, someone that... You know, I, I kind of grew up watching, we were actually talking about this the other day, but, you know, we grew up watching um, Lexi and, and him play for the Broncos and, um, you know, his leadership around the club and um, that sort of thing as a player who's, you know, nearly played 270, probably 280 mm. first grade games is, um, you know, something to be marvelled at. And he's certainly someone at the club who, I think he's I think he's won um, most consistent or something, one of those awards that they always talk about eight years or seven years in a row. So, um you know, he speaks for himself and um, with his resume as such. And, yeah, he, he's awesome. He's good value around the club. Um, speaking of leadership, you were thrust into the captaincy uh, last year, early on in your career. Do you still have aspirations to be the skipper again this year for the Bronx? Have you put your hand up? Oh, I wouldn't say I've put my hand up. I think, you know, for me personally, I, I, I've always said and told Kerry that, I don't change the way I play based on, you know, if you've got the C next to your name or not. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, I just want to win footy games. So I'll be out there next year and planning on winning a fair few more, sorry, than we did last year. But, um, you know, like something I've always prided myself on and, and try and um, contribute in any way I can. But, 
um, you know, if, if it happens, it happens. But if it doesn't, um, you know, it won't, you won't change the way I press my footy next year, that's for sure. Uh, with Kevy at the club, how how has that changed you? Like, uh, how is uh, we spoke to Adam Elliott the other day and he was saying that how Trent Barrett has done this for him and, you know, how it's really helped him with his game. Is there anything you can single out with Kevy and yourself? Um, I'll probably say for Kevy, for me, is just um, like from an attack point of uh, perspective and, and working on my game and, um, you know, trying to find short passes and, you know, offload and play a bit more footy. Um, you know, he's been big on us having to earn the right and, and complete in sets this year, but also he, um, you know, he acknowledges that some of us like to throw the ball around a bit and, um, you know, encourages us to back our skills because at the end of the day, we're going to be out there playing each other. So I've really enjoyed um, that aspect of him and, um, you know, he, every session he's always encouraging, you know, boys to play what they see. So um, that's something that I've probably taken away the most from talking me with. Yeah, that's that's great to hear because we can be too disciplined when it comes to rugby league with the ball in hand. So looking forward to seeing that aspect of the game. Now, one of your best attacking players, if not your best attacking player on his day is Anthony Milford, of course. We're hearing four to six weeks. We're hearing ten weeks. I know he's having surgery today or tomorrow, Paddy. How serious mm-hmm. was the was the break to his hand? Uh I, I couldn't tell you how serious it was, but I think um, you know a four to six timeline is what they're looking at. And is that um, your is that you know, your I've professional said, physiotherapy? Nah, um, that's not that's, conclusion that's or far from my far <laughs> from my professional conclusion. It's that's four to, it's a, four to six weeks. It's four to six weeks plus <laughs> the <laughs> homework. <laughs> yeah, so uh, hopefully we've seen for round one if we're going off that. <laughs> but now I always say to people, Milf's um he doesn't get a lot of credit for it, but. He's probably one of the toughest fellas I've I've played with, and um, you know, injury-wise, he plays no matter what. So, um, you know, I love playing with him, and I think he'll probably be trying to get his way back for definitely round one. But you know, him and Lexi have been pretty close, so I wouldn't be surprised if he tried to make a feature. I don't know if they'll let him, but in um, Lexi's testimonial game, yeah, but, yeah, I think I'm pretty confident he'll be back for. Round one, that's for sure. Now, one of the off-season signings, which has really flown under the radar, and I think it's one of the key signings throughout the whole competition, Paddy, and it's it's John Asiata from the Cowboys. Highly skillful. One of the, I think one of the most skillful loose forwards we've seen in the game for a number of years, and I think you get him at the right time in his career as well. Now, if Anthony Milford isn't going to be around for, let's say, round one, will John Asiata train in the halves? I don't know if Johnny will train the house. He's had a bit of experience there, so he'll probably throw his name up. But, you know, we've got um, Crofty and, and Tommy Dearden there at the moment, so I'm sure one of them would be able to share the load uh, in the halves, if it was to come to say. And maybe uh, Tyson Gamble, who's another one who's been with us for a few years, mm. and, um, done wonders at Ready. So um, if Milf wasn't there, I'm sure one of those those guys might get the nod. But in saying that, Johnny's been awesome in what he's brought to the club and, you know, his work ethic and just his skill skill set, yeah. especially for me, um, being able to learn off someone like him who, who likes the ball players as another middle and not be so one-dimensional. So, um, yeah, I'm really enjoying his company at the moment. Now, it's really lonely, as you know, when you're in uh, in rehab and you're not with the, the main group, especially for a long period of time. Katani Staggs, of course, suffering that ACL tear in that last game. Where's he at? He's, um, I think he's pushing for a mid-season, so round 10 or, uh, return or so. But, you know, Tones is someone um, that brings a smile to a lot of us, our faces. So mm-hmm. he's um, started a bit of his running stuff and, and he's back into that. And it's, it's been awesome to see him um, back out on the field and just 
having a footy in his hands and a smile. It's a tough injury, and back on the back of what he did last year, it's um, you know, it was sad to see because I'm sure he would have had yeah. a blue jersey on. But um, yeah, I'm excited for him. He's a, he's a tough kid and um, comes from a good place. So I think you'll see him back bigger and better next year. Now, it's obviously a sensitive one. Of course, uh, your um, teammate Payne Haas fronted uh, Tweethead's courts today, and we're all reading some of the um, the extracts from that court case today. And obviously, you don't know too much about it, but we're thinking the integrity unit will play a part in some role after this, uh, Paddy. you anticipating that he will be around in round one, do you think? Oh, look, it's probably out of my jurisdiction. I'm sure the integrity unit, they, um, they tend to, so I'm sure... They'll have their sale, whatever's transpired. But, um, you know, I, I don't know too much about what occurred in, in those conversations. And I certainly probably don't support those things. But I know that um, paying for one's very remorseful and he's learned a pretty tough lesson. But um, as a club, I think it's someone that we're going to stand by. And um, I think he'll he'll make the, re- the relevant changes. And, um, you know, whatever sanction happens, it happens. And we'll have to... Um, compensate for that and, and move forward but if he's there for para he's there but um, you know that's that's out of our hands yeah. now yeah of course yep. alright mate listen we appreciate your time mate we really do appreciate you joining us on, on Sports Day I was just saying the Sats today what is it five weeks now to round one how good is it Paddy? yeah it's good I'm, I'm actually stoked it's funny time of year pre-season you, uh, you pray for round one to roll around a bit quicker than it mm. does so yeah I'm excited and we get to play you know, para at Suncourt so um, yeah, it's, it's certainly one I'm looking forward to. Hey, Paddy, I remember when I used to play, I used to have players that used to treat trials like trials. They just, they worked on their timing. and But then there was other teammates, and I used to treat trials like they were premiership games. How do you treat trials yourself? No, I'm the same. I try and um, try and approach a trial like I would a, a normal NRL or, or any sort of game and, um, you know, get yourself in the right um, mindset, so you can try and um, you know put in place some of the changes or some of the things you might have tried with the combinations in pre-season. But um, you know, we've got, being a middle player, we got a pretty simple job, so it's run hard and tackle hard. So I think uh, <laughs> it doesn't change for me. And get suspended too much. And get suspended early in your yeah. career. So I want to see that <laughs> this year from you, Paddy. <laughs> try and avoid suspension. <laughs> um, I think Mum might have a few things to say, but um, yeah, you got to go home. Yeah. And- Got to go home and face mum, don't you? All right, you know what I'm looking for? You know what I've learned about today? What? I've learned that Pat Carrigan, once he passes, his university becomes a physiotherapy. In, yep. in the in the Pat Carrigan, uh, Carrigan Physiotherapy Centre, yeah. there'll be no homework. No. The physiotherapist will actually fix you. Mm. How exciting is that, Pat? The new age physio. New age physio. Pat Carrigan from the Broncos. Good luck this, ma- this year, mate, and thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Thanks for having me. Time for a break on Sports Day. When we come back, uh, our hot topic for today, and she's red hot. We'll get to that. It's like a hot topic, Sats. But it's, you're not saying she's red hot, as in the hot topic is about a No, about no. someone. I'm calling the hot topic a she, and maybe oh. I shouldn't have. Okay. All right, but it's hot. Red hot. Anyway, Sports Day, uh, back in a sec. Thanks to Kia. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. 
Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.